Hey you. Yes, you. Are you sick of going to church every single Sunday and hearing the same old recycled message? Perhaps you should try atheism. Why watch men in suits talk about what other men said that God told them a long time ago when you can stay at home or do literally anything else? When they're all worshiping a God that they were told to believe in, you can go to the grocery store, which is typically empty on Sunday mornings. Plus, you run a 0% risk of running into those Christ followers while you were buying a loaf of bread. Do you believe in fairies, leprechauns, or Santa Claus? No? Then why are you still latching on to a God belief? Do you have a good reason? Or is that just the way you were raised? With atheism, you're rejecting claims of things that have yet to be proven. Could a God exist? Well, maybe. But you have no good reason to believe that. You see, there have been thousands of religions and thousands of gods created over time. If you easily reject all of the ones except for the one that you were taught to believe in, why not take it a step further and not believe in that one either? Creationists will say, You really think that all of this happened by random chance? You really think that we evolved from nothing? They use personal incredulity instead of actually looking into the things that they so easily dispute. Evolution? Not a chance! Magic man in the sky who made everything appear and then created woman from a rib? Sure, sign me up. I'm sorry, but that logic just doesn't add up. Now, you might be thinking, if there's no God, then what is the meaning of life? The answer? Whatever the fuck you want it to be. When you're not living to please invisible beings, in hopes that you'll be rewarded in the afterlife, you can focus on the one life that we actually know that we get. Make your life what you want it to be. Try atheism today. Call the number on the screen, 1-800-GODLESS. That's 1-800-GODLESS. Actually don't, fun fact, that's a customer support number for FedEx. Welcome back to another dreadful episode of the Burn and Eden podcast. I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. And I'm Bav, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist. Bav. What's wrong, Mel? Am I the only one that is super depressed about not being able to be around all of our atheist friends from the con? Why does uh, everyone have to live so fucking far away? I know, right? I feel the same way. Seeing people in person rather than the screen is so fucking surreal. Uh, getting to finally uh, hug them gave me the serotonin I like desperately needed. Ugh. We absolutely must do another heathen trip soon. Yeah, though though I must admit, I did enjoy choking you that weekend. Uh, a dream come true, really. That's not the only thing that came uh, true. true. <sighs> I knew I smelled something. Not bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> In this episode, we have someone we got to hug in person Ooh. at the convention. Yes. Welcome Jane, aka Dr. Time Waster on TikTok. Hey, welcome. Those were the best hugs I ever had. I Oh my god, so I love Aww. hugs. Oh, those were great. Just come into my bosom, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then come on them, please. Yes. Well, you're you're just a little bit taller than me, and our boobs don't they like overlap each other. <laughs> so it was the perfect squishy it was hug. Perfect squish. I love that. I fucking love that so much. So how oh, are yeah, you? It was total pleasure meeting you in person for sure. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so excited to meet you guys. Um, I, I'm doing great. I too feel the serotonin burst. I yes. too, um, you know, I I did I did my uh, privileged duty of I had the ability to have a work from home job, and mm. I believe in science, and I got my vaccines. And yes. what do you know? I so far. This is, I have been COVID free, knock on wood, although I did get one of those cool nifty alerts from Washington state that says I have been exposed to somebody who is positive. So oh God. Oh. I feel fine. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> just chilling. You know, it's fine. Doing this, you know, <laughs> doing podcasts. I get, you know. I get those all the time uh, here in my state. I get, I get it on my phone as an alert. I do go to concerts all the fucking time. So and I'm sure your work doesn't help either. <laughs> Yeah, working in a hospital. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that, that, there, there's your hint, your first a hint. A literal <laughs> building full of sick people. God damn it. Yep. God damn it. Ugh. So yeah, I'm sure I got a, a notification or two from that. <laughs> I mean, I was at the atheist convention, so you know, I figure... I, I just assumed I was going to get COVID, so... Yeah, I mean, hashtag <laughs> worth it, you know, right. honestly. <laughs> I'm boosted. We're good. <laughs> Let's fight right. this bitch. <laughs> I've done everything I can. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was a really amazing event. And I can't wait for, for you to release all the videos that you have. Oh, I'm so excited. Are you holding? He's holding out on us. Are you? <laughs> what? Okay, so when you guys did your TikTok panel, I asked a question, which was like a goal of mine. Um, And I asked how many drafts you guys had. And I was so (laughs) assuming that you guys would have like a ton of drafts. And everybody was like under 30. (laughs) (laughs) Except Natty Nat, which thankfully she's my soulmate now because I also had like 200 (laughs) drafts. (laughs) How? Why? (laughs) I don't know imposter syndrome hesitation to post mm. you know like i get that i get that i don't know cautious by nature i guess yeah. i delete shit like i will record a video like five times and then like spend half an hour doing it. and then when i'm about to post it, i'm like uh oh, fuck this and i delete it i don't i don't even save it oh my god so i've done that many times i don't have a lot of drafts i think i have like six right now yeah, like I, I, what I do, like if I find a, a good sound, um, I'll like record the floor and then type in in the in on the screens like what my thought process was for that sound, and then I'll do it later if I come back to it. So yeah, that's my genius. thought process. I, I know, right? <laughs> Such a genius. Uh huh. Genius. I don't, I don't trust you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as per tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. So what do you have for us? Well, Dr. Time Waster. Yes. I had to think. Just don't waste our time, please. Oh, no. that's, all, that's literally all <laughs> I'm You've doing. been wasting my time for a whole goddamn year. Okay. <laughs> oh. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just on this planet to waste time. So there anyway. you go. <laughs> 
Well, I, I would have to admit that uh, preparing for this podcast made me study the Bible more than oh, probably no. I ever did my whole life. So let's just of put course. it there. Our condolences. <laughs> That's right. So um, this is the first and only scripture I ever managed to memorize. So here oh, we go. This is the only significance. All right, here we go. This is First John 4, chapter, or chapter 4, verse 8, specifically. Hmm. He that does not love has not come to know God because God is love. Sounds uh, super hippie, f- weird, uh, love. Yeah. Uh, weird. Uh, if you think about it as an adult, it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> I mean, the Bible doesn't make any sense. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, said first, first John, what was that? First four, John one? Chapter four. four, verse eight. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Well, that that's super lame, but amen, I guess. Amen. Damn <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, I well, I'm sure we'll get to it, but I I am of the, was born into the Jehovah's Witness religion, so it was the only religion I really knew, and so it was the only Bible I ever read, and they have their mm-hmm. own translation. Um, oh, they and do. the Bible that I memorized this from apparently has been changed because i i wanted to get it perfect what? and this Shocker. i had this by memory and so i thought okay uh-huh. i'll just do my due diligence i'll double check and i went to their website and looked it up and it's different and i <sighs> felt very gaslit at that moment and mm. had to go find an older version of the bible to realize they changed it in 2013 oh my gosh so what? anyway then i went wow. down a rabbit hole of being upset but anyway <laughs> I'd be curious as to what the major changes were, you know? What the fuck? I don't know. So speaking of, we would love to learn about your story, like your your religious background and how you got to where you are today. Please. I would love to tell you. First of all, I'm going to... I'm going to stop and give a shout out to your previous podcast, the Cult Chronicles podcast. Yes. Was, Ooh, yes. I was listening to it before because I was catching up. I do listen to this podcast. <laughs> six people. Six people. We got six people. <laughs> but, uh, Big I'll, shout out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's awesome. It, it was very eerily similar in many ways. So that mm. uh, I just wanted to put that in context there. Yeah. So um, I grew up. A, let's see, all of my grandparents were born into the Jehovah's Witness religion. So oh. I thought I'd just start there. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it goes way Generations deeper. Generations of man. this religion, right? So right. I actually did have a lot of access to old stuff, and I did see things changed, but we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are, if you, are you guys familiar with the Jehovah's Witness religion at all? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Somewhat, yeah. Okay. From what we've learned here in this yes. podcast. All right. So... <laughs> I don't have to go into it in detail, but of course, we were the one true religion. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. I knew that. (laughs) You poor souls. Poor saps who weren't lucky enough to be born into it like I was. (laughs) Lucky. I'm so jealous. (laughs) Um, But that comes in later because when you have generations of family members who are either still currently witnesses or now ex-witnesses and and their Mm -hmm. disfellowshipping policy is to shun people and not talk to them. You of have course. literally so many family members that you now suddenly can't talk to. Oof. So that has always been, I think, probably the most challenging thing for me to get over is just like the weirdness of having a huge family and really pretty much growing up isolated away from a lot of them. And mm-hmm. then once I got kicked out because I was still pretty young, then I couldn't even be around the ones that I did know. 
So I kind of just didn't have family and I kind of just made it up as I went along and made my own friends, my own family. There you go. Chosen family. Yep. My chosen family. Yep. So, you know. Holy shit. Damn. (sighs) Tell us more. (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, I would imagine you're wondering how I got away. (laughs) Yes. Very much so. Yes. And I will say this. Um, um, not every Jehovah's Witness has the exact same story because while it right. is basically an MLM type organized religion, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. they're very organized. They do have a lot of good propaganda. They've got a lot of good, you know, workflows that work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've got individual families that are, you know, totally different, right? Mm-hmm. And so yes. if your parents want to be the kind that just beat you and isolate you and homeschool you and not let you have any friends, then you that's a pretty common story for a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses. It was not my story, mm-hmm. but it definitely is it's there. And and there's a lot of variation there. So it really depended on how strictly enforced your particular family did it. So right. anyway, I was on the outskirts because we didn't really fit in. My parents got divorced when I was five. Um, and I won't tell you what year that was, but <laughs> well, wait, wh- while being in the Jehovah's while being in the Jehovah's Witness organization, is that frowned Ooh. upon or approved? Oh, very much. What? But they have rules for how oh. you can get out of it. So, if one spouse cheats on the other, then you are oh. spiritually free to remarry. Oh, what? Yes. I didn't um, know that. Huh. Or if they die or whatever, you know. <laughs> or if they die. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, and I think over but the years people on. cared less and less about like, oh my god, you got divorced? You know, I think it was probably less of a taboo. So, but... right. If a man's brother dies, uh, <laughs> are they required to impregnate their dead brother's wife? Oh like the god. Bible says? Um, you know, I think depending on which family members, again, you ask. <laughs> oh, you know, no. Just kidding. <laughs> Hey, sister-in-law. <laughs> hey, sister mommy or sister auntie. But I mean, if it is in the Bible, it's all, you know, if you want to read into that, I guess you can. Ooh, incest is not best. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, but my, not only did my parents get divorced, they were both disfellowshipped when I was very Ooh. young at the same time, too. So no. I was so isolated from all the kids in the, the congregation that I went to. And I had to go mm. to two different ones, and I got oh. isolated from all of them. So oh, that was fun. Um, and oh, also my sister, fuck. my youngest sister, she was born with a lot of birth defects. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very unique birth defects that she is still alive today. But when she was born, they told her she wouldn't live past a year so um but because she was in and out of children's hospitals for like most of her life i got to be in and out of children's hospitals as the healthy like kid sister who was finally away from the church (laughs) and in a building full of very smart people who catered to children's needs so i might have gotten a little therapy i didn't know i was getting (laughs) So, so shout out to children's hospitals. Um. <laughs> so question, uh, what, did you get to fully experience the the religion or were you already like out when you were this young? No, we were just kind of, we were in, 
but we were just like not really like included on a lot of things so like a lot of you'll hear a lot of jehovah's witnesses talk about how the elders are just like literally breathing down their necks um Ooh. pointing out things that they're not doing right or other people in the congregation that might like tattle on people or just like mm. weird violations that reduce their privileges and all kinds mm. of stuff nobody bothered me <laughs> I think they just wanted okay. to ignore the family with the weird little kid that drooled all day long. Oh, gotcha. um, so I was used to that. I was used to people looking at her and like right. making weird faces because she doesn't look like a normal kid. You know, she's drooling. Right. She's got a trach that she breathes out of, a tube that she gets fed through, and she's got a lot of facial deformities based on her birth defects. So Mm-hmm. I remember a lot of rumors about my mom doing drugs or, you know, oh, something geez. that made my sister turn out this way. Um, I've done since a lot of research on it. And lo and behold, it's a genetic fucking disorder. <laughs> yeah. You uh, so, you know, no, it's not true. But rumors abound and people love to talk. Right. And if you weren't born beautiful, then something must have been wrong with this demon seed child you have. Oh, oh Nobody God. said it. But, right, you know, but, yeah. we of were course. an inconvenience. And so people were just happy that we didn't rock the boat or make waves. And so if we came in late, they let it slide. Nobody talked to okay. me about being punctual. You know, I kind of got like, I enjoyed it, though. Like, I was just hiding in the shadows. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yes. that's cool. I didn't really want to go door to door anyway. <laughs> I don't want to knock on people's that doors. Of course, I had to. I mean, oh, we all did. do it, but... Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's not compulsory, wow. but it's um. Yeah. I mean, you're you're not considered in if you're not trying. That's the whole right. point. That's so I'm I've works. I've always been curious. Like when you go to knock on the on the people's doors, what do you say? Like as a, Jeho- a Jehovah's Witness, <laughs> dude, I have one. I've the never had one right happen, here. so I'm like so curious. Oh dear God, this is like <laughs> literally my nightmare every day. Oh, we had to oh, do this. No. Like, what the fuck do I tell these people? What if they ask me questions? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> this is just gibberish to me. I'm just repeating what they're telling me. And if anyone right. questions me, I'm going to crumble. I don't know. Um, but you got to do it, right? So, like, I'm right. the per- person knocking on the door, like, please. Don't be home. Don't be home. Don't be home. Don't be home. <laughs> don't be interested. Don't be interested. Just take the just take the watchtower. Just, oh, just take the watchtower. Don't ask me anything. <laughs> oh my no. god! Did you ever encounter a person who challenged you? Oh, I don't know. Usually, that's why there's usually somebody else that go, like you go in pairs right, for right. multiple reasons. Oh, but that, okay. You know, yeah. the other yeah. person's supposed to like be more seasoned to pick up the slack, and you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely so, not the seasoned one ever. <laughs> For those who don't know, what is the Watchtower? Oh, the Watchtower and its partner, the Awake. I don't even know if they make them anymore or what mm. they do. They they change their publishing around now, but um, they were their bread and butter for um, propaganda for the religion to spread mm. to people to get people to convert to their religion. Um, it was if you ever pick one up, you totally should. I highly recommend. Just look, mm. tell me what reading grade level that you think that it is. Oh, um, tell me if you actually learned anything <laughs> it's very circular logic it's like reading a politician's pamphlet where they don't really yeah. want to answer anything so i got one right oh, here that, oh my gosh that was because lately i've been getting mail or i guess the whole neighborhood has because mm-hmm. it just says dear neighbor mm-hmm. 
And there's a handwritten letter that I already tossed because it annoyed the right. shit out of me. Right. But I kept a little pamphlet. Nice. And it says, what is the key to happy family life? Oh, good one. <laughs> and on the front, there's a drawing of a child sitting, just pondering on the on the steps in front of the house. Oh and there's a couple looking at each other in a dramatic way. Mm, yeah. And yeah. on the bottom, it says, do you think it is love? <laughs> Money? <laughs> Something else? Something else? No, not no, that I, option. No. I think it's something else, right. yo. So when you open it, it has it's just like one paragraph. It's so shitty. Uh it says what the Bible says. So there's this like a, a Bible verse that says, Happy are those I was hoping that it said happy is the one, one who dashes dash head. Head. <laughs> That's all I hear now whenever I hear that yeah, phrase. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I fill in the blank. <laughs> no, it's happy are those hearing the word of God and keeping it. Luke eleven twenty eight. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look it up yourself, bitch. And on the bottom it says what so okay, on the right it says, "Can we really believe what the Bible says?" Good question. And right underneath it says, "Yes, for at least <laughs> two <course>. reasons." <laughs> oh my god! So it answers its own question, yours yes. for at least yes. two reasons. Because where in the Bible does it say we can trust the Bible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not circular well, logic at all. Well, you know, Jane, Jeremiah 17, 5 says to not trust the word of man. So here we go. Oh, okay. There you go. So now it's just so, okay. a square. Just I want to read this. It's funny. So the first reason says God is the originator of family life. Oh. <laughs> what? Ooh. The Bible says that every family owes its name to Jehovah God. What? Uh, you know, uh, I will say me and all my sisters do have J names, so probably. Oh, oh. Okay. Shit, I never thought of that before. God damn it! Oh, maybe, huh? <laughs> in other words, in other words, the family unit exists because Jehovah created it. Yay. Why is that significant? It's not, right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already established we can trust the Bible, right? This so, is true. Yeah, yeah. True. Keep, well, keep going. It says it. It says it right there. Consider. <laughs> If you were enjoying a tasty meal and wanted to learn its ingredients, (laughs) whom would you ask? Logically, the person who prepared it. Obviously. No, fuck Google. (laughs) And then it says, likewise, to discover the ingredients for a happy family, we do well to look to Jehovah, the originator of the family arrangements. Mm -hmm. Genesis 2. 18 to 24. So basically, so can we trust what we say? Yes. And how do we know? Because God said so. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, my God. Aren't Fuck, you, but, are oh. you not convinced? Oh, are, you, so convinced. are you not but, convinced? Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> do you want to hear reason number two? Yes, yes. please. Oh, guess guess what, Mel? <laughs> what? God cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> so it says families are wise to seek Jehovah's advice. Oh my God! Which He provides through His Word, capital W Word. Okay. Mm. Why? <laughs> because He cares for you. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh my God. 
So why God cares about you? Why? Because He cares for you. <laughs> One Peter five six and seven. Jehovah has your best interests at heart, and His counsel always works. Always, always, Without always. Fail. Don't question Proverbs it. three five six. Just... Isaiah four forty eight seventeen eighteen. What about Isaiah forty five seven? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh this God. is hilarious. And on the bottom it says what that can mean for you. Finding real love. Ephesians 5.28.29. Enjoying genuine respect. Ephesians mm. 5.33. Having true security. Mark 10.6-9. Wow. Yeah. I, that's you know what? I don't think God is going to give me a fucking hand job. Like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. So he doesn't He doesn't love me. Okay? God damn it. But He's God never is there. love. Ooh. God's the name of my vibrator. <laughs> no, actually, my my fapper is actually named uh after a god. Jesus. Loki. Oh. Yeah. That's what we'll I talk later. About. Yeah. <laughs> Recently acquired another one. I gotta name that one. So <laughs> anyway. Thor. Thor. <laughs> they're they're battling because they're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get her off. No, I'll get her off. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Wait, quick. Okay, I got to go watch Marvel movies. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Those pictures are fucking creepy from the pamphlet. Yeah, I just, I just texted um, oh. Mel the pamphlet nice. so you can yeah, see. Yeah, I've never received any of, like... I'm upset. Like I want to be targeted. I feel a little left out. <laughs> right? Like I want to feel Jesus or God's love, Jehovah's love. All you gotta do is find the nearest Kingdom Hall. <laughs> I'm sure there's one around my. There's so many fucking churches around me. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. No, you do. I guarantee you all do. <laughs> Ooh, god. Anyway, so back to your your story. Oh yeah, back to the episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you you had asked earlier if I was in the religion, like if I was actually in it, and I had mentioned right. I was kind of like on the outskirts, and uh, yeah. Um, but I was baptized at fourteen oh. because the Jehovah's oh, Witnesses believe you decide when you get baptized because Jesus wasn't born and then baptized. You know, okay. He chose mm-hmm. to be baptized, so of course he was thirty. <laughs> living with his mother right you know, right, like... right and, uh, and i was not married 14, not married yeah so yeah um i feel like it was a little too soon for me to consent to a lifetime of commitment to a god that's really kind of like just what everyone around me wants it to mean right yeah <laughs> i was a people pleaser though so same that's I really stuck along with on with Christianity and everything. I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. Oh, because you're a people pleaser? Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's other ones uh, too, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I actually, that's probably one of the things I admired for when I first started watching your TikToks was mm. that you just didn't put up with people's shit. And I'm so used right. to being a people pleaser, and right. but it just, it's like it literally causes me pain if people don't like me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's exactly. like, which is so stupid. I know that's stupid. Yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta work past. Yeah, but like. subconsciously, you you've been trained in a certain right. way, right? You, I was your kind of groomed to... to be that way. Really, yeah. Yeah. my parents, yeah, exactly. everyone was pleased with me, and you know, whatever. Right. Um, 
but yeah, uh, I think just, it, you know, it helps also seeing people like you, Mel. I mean, oh. you take a lot. You, I know you can take oh. a beating, but uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they they sure do uh, like to be really rude to you. They and do. I watch a lot of people's atheist. I mean, that's pretty much all I ever watch on TikTok. And yeah, yeah, people same. definitely treat women, especially, you know, ones bad that bitches are, yeah you know, yes yes yeah. they don't like bad bitches who have an opinion so mm-hmm. and it's because when i started out I, like i wasn't doing atheism stuff it was mostly cosplay and then i did a couple atheist vi- videos and i was first i was afraid uh then it was petrified, and then you were petrified? <laughs> shut up <laughs> um but yeah after a while the insults are literally the same this is why yeah. i complain all the time i'm like be creative <laughs> You know, be, like not that's not original. Like right. but those are well, proof for God, right? Once. It's equally unoriginal. The right. trees, the wind. Look at your uh, skin, God. Right. You, can you see your it's that pamphlet you just read? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it it, yeah. it does get easier. You know, you just deal with ten year olds who want to be racist all the time. So you know, <laughs> fuck. It's it's the most recent true. debacle I'm I'm a part of now. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, yeah I think it does help to instead of picturing them in their underwear, picture them as ten year old boys. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, I am not afraid of you anymore. <laughs> I literally like on my main account back in like 2020, I had a literal six year old threaten me. Oh my god. And I'm, I'm not fucking exaggerating. A six year old. I'm like, where are your fucking parents? Yeah. Seriously. Like, what, what the fuck. But yeah, anyway. I'm sure he's gonna grow up to be a winner and mm. just just a amazing example in society. Uh, I think you misspoke. You mean shooting up a church, you know, <laughs> or a president, or a president? I mean, yeah, he, he might be the next president. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Country. Gross. Ugh. So I wanted to ask uh, Jane. Um, tell us a little more about your deconstruction process. When did you start questioning your faith, or did you even? have faith to begin with yeah i i definitely did because it was my whole life right um the only thing that (laughs) it's gonna sound so stupid but like watching the simpsons as a kid Mm. you know like watching some of these tv shows was kind of like oh it's my little window to the outside world Mm. um and so but i did believe it um i think you know there were it was really frustrating because i'm a very inquisitive child and i like to know why i like to know how things work um, and I get annoyed when I ask people, how does it work? And nobody knows the answer. And I can right. tell when they're just making up an answer. Like, I don't think you know. You can just say you don't know. <laughs> um, and so once I got into, like, high school, um, I started to have, like, cooler classes and teachers that I could, you know, I could ask more questions. And so I had, like, one foot in and one foot out. But I was 14 when I got baptized, so of course I was in like the eighth grade. So going mm. into high school, I was like terrified I was gonna make a mistake because I'm a teenager and that's what teenagers do. And I'm gonna get disfellowshipped. Right. I'm gonna lose everyone in my family. So I was a very straight edge kid. Right. <laughs> but like that's... I was friends with all the stoner kids because they were so much fun. Hey. I did not smoke any of the weed with them, but because uh, I did, you know, I didn't want to die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I wasn't I wasn't preaching to them, so they let me hang out yeah. with them. <laughs> nice. Um but like I, I did. I, I had four friends that were very um they were atheists. They were oh. um their parents were like scientists 
um, people who, because I live in kind of a liberal area, so there's a lot of them that had, you know, college educations, what? Um, no. <laughs> you guys get to go to college, what? No. <laughs> um, so, you know, I just started asking them my questions, and yeah. so um, I think those four best friends that I had in high school, four, I'm counting myself, there were three of them, we were Aww. a four Aww. group. <laughs> Um, we accidentally met in freshman year and then we thought each other was friends with the other person and then we all just accidentally became friends. So <laughs> magic. Um, <laughs> magic. <laughs> and, nice. and we're all still friends today. So well, it's awesome. Yeah. And they're yeah. scientists that uh, have PhDs in marine Holy ecology. Shit. And so I get to ask them super nerdy questions all the time. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, I really think just being exposed to science and other ideas um, was a huge, huge step for me to start like questioning things. But I was too terrified to like actually leave because I believed it, sort right. of, you know. Right. Um, but getting so kicked out. You're a scientist out, then, huh? I, well, you know, I fancy yes. myself a scientist. No, um, <laughs> I do have a doctorate. Well, then why don't you say uh, all my science instead of oh my god? And why do you have a, oh my a Christmas science. tree instead of a science mess tree? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I do have a Never science mystery. <laughs> so what I hear is that you you uh, explore your uh, inquisitive you know mind by hanging out with people who not necessarily were religious, but they were raised atheists. Yeah, they never and asked that, me about God, and yeah. I tried not that's to tell it cool. to them. <laughs> that's really cool. That that's really really cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. That that's a good way to start your path of you know asking questions basically because people okay. are so afraid to ask questions. Um, how did that resonate with your family life? Because like, do they encourage questioning or do they get mad at you for questioning things um, in general? Yeah, that's. I mean, probably getting more mad than anything mm. i just stopped asking mm. questions so i mean either they gave well, okay. me a useless nonsense answer that i could tell was just yeah. pulled out of your ass or you know exactly. or i i would get like sort of well why are you asking so many questions or you're you're just overthinking everything i don't know how many mm. times somebody told me i was overthinking it <laughs> i just want to understand it okay Great. clearly oh <laughs> wow um so i just stopped asking really i just i just paid my dues i shut my mouth i showed up i sat there i could sit there really quietly for a long period of time and just write out like lists of things i wanted to do later that week or grocery items i wanted to buy or <laughs> like oh. i don't you know i just sat there quietly and paid my dues so oh my god um, but then I met a guy. Oh, <laughs> me. And then you know, I decided I didn't. Uh, I didn't care that they wanted to disfellowship me for being with this guy. I had only just met him. I wasn't planning on doing anything serious with him. Um, but he was kind of my ticket out. I was like, you know what? You mm -hmm. guys have forced mm -hmm. my hand. I got called into the elders to oh, sit God. down to talk to three oh, men shit. that I did not know because mm -hmm. I had just moved into the area. Mm. Um, but because I had been seen with a man with a beard. <gasps> uh, beard. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> that is blasphemy. <laughs> Oh, which, yeah. by the way, I, I actually didn't know about the beard thing until this happened. I was like, what? What do you mean? How do you know he's not a witness? Because he has a beard. Because he has I was a like, beard. What? Oh, my God. Witnesses can't have beards? Are you sure? So God doesn't like facial hair? Like, what the fuck? 
Didn't I he guess have he's okay hair? with mustaches, <laughs> oh, but you know, porn stashes. You know, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Wait, so why not? Why do they not let them wear beards? Yeah, I don't know, and weird. I don't. I'll be honest, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just curious. <laughs> I didn't care enough to figure it out. Let's just say <laughs> that's weird as shit, you know. But right. yeah, but I didn't know these guys, and they were like, "Well, if you don't, re- you know, if you don't stop seeing him, and you don't do all these things, we're just gonna have to disfellowship you." And I said, Uh-oh. "Well, I mean, I'm having a good time, and I don't think I want to stop doing what I'm doing. So I think you guys should just do what you need to do." Uh oh. And Damn. they kind of looked at me for a second there, and I just like, "Okay, are we done?" <laughs> and I'm, I'm wow. done. Are you guys done? Like you that's fucking <laughs> awesome, yo. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Good for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. It felt good and you know, it felt good for a while. Um, but my dad did get diagnosed with cancer like two months later and then Ooh. wouldn't talk to me at Shit. all. Because you left the church? Yes. Oh no. Yes. Uh, we lived in the same town. I guess who worked at the hospital? The only hospital in town that anyone can go to get any treatment, like oh, cancer no. treatment or, <laughs> you know, when you're dying. Me. Oh. My hospital. Oh, <laughs> who my had to God. work in the pharmacy as a technician and label medication with my dad's name on it. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that didn't feel oh. so good. And then yeah. he died in the room. That I had to, I was, there's like these little Pixis machines, Akidos mm-hmm. machines where they store drugs, like little computers locked. And then you mm. just go up and type in the patient's name and it pops out a drawer and you get the drugs. Well, as a technician, yeah. I had to go through and make sure that everything was where they should be and not expired and blah, blah, blah. And it was right across the hall from the room he died in. So oh, wow. <laughs> after like the second time, I just had like a huge crying breakdown after he had died i finally told my manager i was like can i have a different assignment (laughs) (laughs) oh but yeah it took me a while to like deconstruct anything i actually Mm. didn't deconstruct anything about jehovah's witnesses until the pandemic hit and i got bored and somebody told me to to download fucking tiktok and then it (laughs) obsessed over like just consumed (laughs) yes and I found atheist TikTok really fast. Uh, I think Jeff was probably one of the Fucking first. Jeff. Well, Fucking Jeff. Fucking Jeff. Yep. God yep. damn it. God. Uh... <laughs> Fucking Jeff. It's all his fault. It is. Yeah, this is all his fault. It really is. It is. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad he's going to be okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, um, he, he's been sending me snaps of him on like the hospital bed. And just, it's funny. Uh, he's already at it. It's Stupid hilarious. Yep. I love it. What a loser. <laughs> But, but you know, I heard him. Love you, Jeff. I know he I doesn't know. listen. He doesn't either. fucking listen. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff. Title of the episode, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> Starring Dr. Time Waster. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, my oh, shit. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I think it just took um, uh, a sandwich. She was the other person. Yes. Um, oh, okay. Cult yes. Free Life, which is. Um, yes. Ember, Ember uh, shout yeah. out to her. Yep. Yes. Um, and actually, they introduced me to all the other JW people that I've met, and in the ex Mormon uh, cousins that we have, you know, mm, yeah. uh, and really just any of the evangelical. Like I said, the um, the Cult Chronicles podcast yes. is right before this mm-hmm. one. Go check it out. Um, it mm-hmm. it's very similar. There's just 
there's just a lot of similarities to that isolation and oh, shocker yep. cult. <laughs> what? The cult. Um, the beginning of this pandemic. Before I, did, I think it was uh, just after I had downloaded TikTok. Um, a friend, a coworker of mine, did her own podcast, and she Ooh. asked me if I would share my Jehovah's Witness experiences, and I was like, sure, yeah. why not? And I was like, oh, it's not a cult. I mean. Uh. <laughs> it's like, Damn. I mean, it's awful. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> zero out of ten. Zero stars. <laughs> zero stars. But like, it's a religion just like all the other ones, as far as I can tell. Um, right. But it's also the only religion I've ever been taught about. I was never encouraged right. to read about any religions or talk to other people or be terrified mm-hmm. to go with. I went inside of a Catholic church once after I was already well, no before I was kicked out, and I had to do some photography work for a friend that I said I'd do. Uh, and it was in a church, and I was so terrified the whole time. Oh, my God. So, like, we really have no true understanding of your religions. Just everyone know that. But we are valid in our religion, so know that. Obviously. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was really embarrassing. I don't think she actually aired it, which, thank God, I'm so, I have to send her a thank you card. Oh, no. Um, But, yeah, I, and then I was, like, a couple months later, I'm like, um, I don't what's this bite model thing oh shit oh, oh god, shit. god no. damn it <laughs> checking all the boxes right yeah yeah oh. yeah so oh. uh god damn it because like i have like i said i have a lot of family that's in in and out right. out you know that they've all made their choices some of them are keep choosing in and out um, and one of them that had recently got disfellowshipped for uh, cheating on her husband oh, um, no. actually was being sexually abused by him the entire God. time they were married. Damn and she knew it. something oh. was wrong, but she didn't know what was wrong. Like, she right. couldn't pinpoint it. And and when she'd try and, like, do research about it, she just couldn't find enough things that were helping her. Well, after, like, she told me all this stuff... I was like, well, what did you look up, you know? And she just had only looked in the Jehovah's Witness organization literature. That's all she, that was the only research she ever did. So do your research is one of my least favorite phrases because it's so vague and that doesn't help anybody. Like if you don't understand what what goes into research, then you're just going to look up your jdub.org website because we really don't encourage you to look into secular stuff either because they're just trying to take you away from Jehovah. So, you know, no secular therapist, (laughs) only Jehovah's Witnesses sanctioned therapists and you know so so you get a very narrowed view of it um anyway so it it, yeah i don't even remember what i was talking about this is upsetting you were saying that this husband abused uh sexually abused the 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 wife yeah uh but i i also know that they have this um I guess like a rule in which there has to be witnesses, right? To when there's abuse or an accusation of abuse. Oh sure, yeah, the two witness yeah. rule. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, man? like, I mean, other otherwise it's he said, she said. That's such bullshit. <laughs> that's dangerous. Uh, it's that's incredibly dangerous. dangerous, and that's why predators um, mm. can get away with it for so long because he said, she said, especially if you're targeting children. Because guess who nobody takes seriously? Right. Children. So, you know, and and they do, um, by the way, they do reach out to prisons. 
um, to talk to prisoners and oh, preach to them. So, I mean, if you were a prisoner and you have nothing and you're getting out and not all of your family hates you for this crime that you've committed right. and this group of people are willing to forgive you of your sins and take you in, you would definitely do it. And then you would literally be, uh, at least when I was going, three days a week in a room full of people with children <laughs> oh. <laughs> where everyone wants to believe the best of you. And uh. you now have this two-witness rule, so... <laughs> You know. So so can they not go to like the proper authorities? I or... th- I mean, you say can can they? Of course they can. Right. You know, they should be mandatory reporters is what they should be. Yeah. Um anyone who's getting tax free money and works with children in any fucking capacity right. should be mandatory yeah. reporters. <laughs> right, right. But no, they they don't. They first they seek their, you know, elder guide or, you know, their they go to the guide and the guide says to not seek out um, the authorities um, I don't know how much they've revised that over the years mm-hmm. I don't know you know and again yeah. there's different okay. congregations of different cultures of different people who might interpret things differently and oh even though they're all following the same yeah. script you know how that works yeah yeah you're right <laughs> you're right transcription yeah. errors occur <laughs> so Jane, are, are the Jehovah's the ones that say that there's a limited number of people that go to heaven? Like there's like a number? Yeah. Number? Yes, that is 12, 12, oh 12 squared. No, I'm just 12 squared. <laughs> no, I'm just it's 144,000. That's how I remember the number when I was thinking. How the fuck do they, how do like, they know how many or who's going and who's not going? How? How? You know, I didn't Uh, concern myself with that because the promise for me, a regular yokel, was to just live on a paradised earth. And since I already live here and I can imagine what that is, that was fine with Mm -hmm. me. I'd be happy with just, Mm -hmm. you know, an earth where people aren't killing each other and having wars. And yeah, it sounds fucking nice. I'll take that. That's cool. So I actually didn't really care. <laughs> okay. So I can't really I have answer to that question for you. Now. I have to do some research now. I'm going to go into the JW. <laughs> it's not research, it's me search. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, so your husband, was he part of the church too? Or he was a an outsider? Um, yeah, he was actually born in the same... Well, not born. Um <laughs> He actually went to the I same hope he was born. Yeah. Kingdom Hall, I did, but in a okay. different congregation. So he lived like in the same city as me, but like just kind of in the other territory. So he didn't have a beard then? Uh, no, no, apparently none of them did. But um, nah. to, be, <laughs> to be fair, I didn't marry him until 2016. Um, okay. He was hmm. not the boy that I got disfellowship for. Right. <laughs> Turns out I just turned one toxic relationship into another toxic relationship but that's okay oh no i learned Ah. i learned quick yeah yeah, as long as you learn um but yeah we we were friends growing up and he also had a completely different experience than i did he was homeschooled oh okay so you know he didn't have the exposure to the people that i did so, right. which is right. a huge a huge bummer because the, they were amazing <laughs> and by the way shout out to all school teachers especially high school teachers yes. because you have the opportunity to just plant the seed mm-hmm. you don't have to do anything else i gave my marine science teacher a one of those creation books like oh. like oh. evolution isn't real it's creation oh, and here my. here's why oh, and God. like I, 
I thought, I mean, uh, it sounded kind of good to me at the time right, when right. I was a teenager. <laughs> what, to a teacher, huh? And he kindly took it and didn't make me feel bad at all and never, ever <laughs> talked to me about it again and let me completely forget about it. And I had the opportunity to apologize to that man as an adult, and I feel great. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but, but really, they have such a great role in uh, exposing kids to so just different ideas. Yes. So. Well, not if you live in Florida. Right. Oh, God damn it. I fucking hate this state. I mean, I've seen some of these kids on TikTok, and I've seen some of the protests that these kids have successfully done in their own high schools. I'm not yeah. super yeah. worried about them. I think they're awesome, actually. Oh, yeah. Was it Gen Z? Gen Z? Yeah. Yeah. But they don't, they don't give a fuck, and I love yeah. it. Yeah. But, but they do I, give a fuck, but they don't give a fuck. Yeah. We should help uh-huh. them out, though. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, So you work in hospice, Carrie, right? I do. How's that going for you? How's that? How is that? Yeah, that's actually an interesting journey. I did not expect to go. I'm a pharmacist. So Mm -hmm. during that time period where I wasn't deconstructing my religion, I decided to focus on learning science and going to college and doing something that everyone told me I couldn't do. Science, (laughs) bitch. I'm stubborn as fuck. And... (laughs) (laughs) Everyone told me I couldn't do science. I couldn't go to college. I wasn't smart enough. And I fucking took calculus and I aced it. Like that oh was God. like, I turned out to be a raging nerd and I am not sorry. <laughs> raging nerd. I love it. So, so yeah, I, I do work as a pharmacist, mm-hmm. um, but I do not do your typical pharmacist, do you know, things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't work in an actual pharmacy. I don't fill prescriptions. I'm what is considered a clinical pharmacist. And you may be shocked to know this, but there are clinical pharmacists in every hospital and in many clinics, uh, state yep. pending. I work with one. Awesome. He, he's a farm C, a farm, uh, pharmacist clinician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. And uh, essentially, we have doctorates. We have a doctorate degree in pharmacy. Mm -hmm. I am a specialist in what drugs do to your body and what your body does to the drugs. So effect and metabolism is a lot of what I'm doing and applying it to your body right here and now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or, you know, just whatever people that we're working with in whatever usually we specialize um in this particular area so you might Mm. have a pharmacist who specializes in hospice you might have a pharmacist who specializes in the icu you might have a pharmacist who specializes in transplant medications um anything Mm. that requires a lot of medications or complicated regimens uh, monitoring all that stuff you want a clinic that has a pharmacist in it trust me (laughs) um but we That's work. Awesome. We always work in interdisciplinary teams, so we usually work with other nurses, doctors. Um, you know, depending on what your specialty is, we'll have several other different people mm-hmm. that you work with. And so our goals are, of course, are to try and communicate together and make sure that we know what, what and particularly in hospice, is what what do you want (laughs) like this is your show you know what are your goals what what do you need what mark what things do you need to meet so like sometimes people will come uh onto our service and they have heart failure and Mm. their heart literally cannot pump anymore without a drip continuously running iv drip into their bloodstream and 
we're talking quality of life here. So can right. you continually yep. use this thing, which you're going to have to adjust every now and then to make sure they don't overdo it or underdo it. You could maybe die anyway, you know? So, right. so yeah. people go into hospice and we would let them keep the drip running for, you know, a reasonable period of time. Like, Hey, this is, <laughs> you're here because you don't want to live like this. So <laughs> right, you're not going right. to come here. And then, you know, I want two years of, well, that's, that's not hospice. You know, um, hospice is a terminal dis- disease with a prognostic uh, prognostication, uh, a prognosis of six months or less. So, right. you know, yeah. we can't continue. And, you know, realistically, things just can't keep going. So they right. come in, and I'm just using this one example. Um where we will keep the drip going based on the time frame that they want to accomplish things. Um, okay. So if they're waiting for okay. family to come in and say their goodbyes, then of course, we'll keep it going. We'll try and help you manage it and monitor it in your own home setting so that we can get other things in place during this time to make you comfortable and make sure that you have what you need. Um, so right. like I say, it's your show. <laughs> um, and it's focused on com- comfort measures. Right. Comfort measures is what we're goal, you know, our goal is, and and trying yeah. to think of what does comfort look for this person, you know, right. and and obviously it's you've got to include them. So you know, right. if if you don't want to talk about it, that makes it hard because then we don't know what you need. Um, right. And and we have right. counseling services, we have social workers, we have nurses, we have bath aides, we have chaplains. Um, our chaplains, <laughs> I work in a nonprofit, uh, non-religious affiliated hospital. Thank God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our chaplains aren't super Jesus heavy, you know, like <laughs> but like, you know, if you work at the Catholic hospital down the road, then they have a lot of religious services in everything. And as a hospice service, I think that's really frustrating because you're servicing people that don't believe that religion. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You yep. know, yep. so you, you're going to want your healthcare workers to be neutral about what religion you have. Yep. <laughs> yep. Seriously. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very interesting. It's very satisfying in many ways. Um, because again, if you can help somebody achieve something, if you can help somebody feel comfortable, Right. Um, maybe somebody who's been struggling with something for a very long time and they just want this one thing. Um, it's very satisfying to be able to help and assist with that. So, How long have you been in hospice? I have been in hospice since 2019, but I have okay. been a pharmacist since 2014. And what made you go into hospice? Was it just, just an opening? Or? <laughs> um, I, I think it's a little bit. Well, actually, it was actually, but it was off, it was an offered job, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just to be clear here. Uh, no, I, I think I, I'm always fascinated in all aspects of the human body and the aging mm-hmm. process. So I actually originally yeah. wanted to go into pediatrics. I wanted to be a NICU oh. pharmacist. Um, but I also, I just, God damn it. We're so fucking cool. Like our bodies are just cool. And what go, uh, what goes through our existence from egg fertilized egg to death is even after death, it's cool. Like (laughs) Mm. I told you, (laughs) 
it's it's heartbreaking of course right like with our loved ones and we think about that stuff but I think a lot of that is just heartbreaking and maybe this is just because I grew up in like a doomsday cult Um, (laughs) (laughs) so like that's just been so everybody's so terrified of you dying because then you don't know what's going to happen to you and so then nobody wants to talk about it and then we don't talk about dying but yet it's literally the thing that we all do it's inevitable (laughs) nobody I've ever heard of that's ever lived didn't die (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah but it's it's not something I guess I expected to be passionate about but Mm. um I'm passionate about just about any subject that I'm in so (laughs) Uh, or I wouldn't do it right (laughs) right right I I really like I I think it's in Washington state but I'm not sure where else but like the human uh, euthanasia um like I want it I want that to be like you know more like more common because I think that's you know you take your your life back so sort of speak you you have control of your life and not some fucking cancer disease you know you know so and and that's you know that's obviously a huge controversial topic and a lot of people may or may not be ready to have um I live in a state that has that and that is something that we do participate in in a certain degree so Um, if a patient comes onto hospice services and they want to elect that benefit that they have, uh, I'm going to call it a benefit because not everybody has it, but if they want to do that, then we have very strict rules. We have very strict process. There's waiting periods. There's a whole, you know, you have to have a terminal diagnosis. If you can get the hospice medical director to sign off on it, it might, you know, make it easier for other physicians to sign off on it because you Mm -hmm. have to have two physicians, at least in my state, you have to have two physicians sign off on it. Hmm. Um, And, you know, even physicians struggle with (laughs) telling people they're dying. Um, Having that conversation is fucking hard. It's not fun. (laughs) They call in the social worker. That's what they do. (laughs) (laughs) They accidentally leave it in the chart and then forget to tell everybody they haven't told the patient yet. And then somebody else walks in and says, Oh, God. (laughs) That happened to one of my coworkers. So you have cancer, and here's the chemo we're going to go over. And she's like, What? I have cancer? Fuck. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Uh, it wasn't That's his crazy. fault. That was the doctor's fault for not saying anything, but putting it in the chart. <laughs> right. I'm like, holy Dude. shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so yeah, there's, um, actually I looked it up and we, mm. we call it Medicaid, medical aid in dying. Medical- it's kind of wow. like a very politically That's correct awesome. sound. Right, Cause right. you know, suicide sounds shitty. Um, uh, what is it? To Kevorkian. <laughs> assisted suicide you know all those i mean all those uh, human euthanasia i mean we euthanize our dog i'm not not comparing this to dogs i'm not i'm just saying like the wording you know it's i I don't know i don't know it's something let's just say it's something that if you work in hospice you don't necessarily view those things as the black and white lines Mm. that they are when you have to see somebody suffering because we cannot get Mm -hmm. them comfortable no matter what we're doing and there are some pretty shitty fucking ways to die you guys um there's some really great ones (laughs) um but you know what's the best way to die (laughs) i would like to know i mean that's gonna be per person that's gonna be your own individual experience Mm. because my personal fear of experiencing is like not being able to breathe so like like people say would you rather like catch on fire or drown like i'd rather catch on fire (laughs) oh wow (laughs) because i have such a fear like of, of 
not being able to breathe and drowning. And it's so but irrational would be, and stupid, but would, right? Would <laughs> drowning be faster or no? Probably and more uh, peaceful, less was, painful. I mean, I don't think it's that logic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to like, I want to jump off a building just. <laughs> Yeah. Right, quick. Uh, I mean, I can make that happen, but if die in my sleep, like I mean, oh, obviously yeah. dying. Just in don't sleep. wake up. Just yeah, don't wake up. Just don't wake up. I guess uh, being surrounded by loved ones who care about you and are are invested in you having uh, a peaceful death. That would be right. probably the best way. No matter how it goes, no matter what happens, I think that that probably would totally. be my way to go. But that's yeah. yeah. You know. Anyway, I looked it up. And yeah. let's see, one, two, three, four, eleven states have some sort of medical aid in dying. And oh, okay, Oregon right. was the first in 1994. Ooh. Washington was the second in 08. And then they go from there. And guess what? New Mexico is the newest one to join the group in 2021. That's great. Oh, shit. Yeah. There are rules, though. So uh, they all have their own stipulations. So, like, in Washington State... Uh, I looked that one up. That one was I-1000, the initiative, and you have to have written and or you have to have an oral request for it. And then like a waiting period of 15 days before you can do a written request. And then you have to have two physicians sign off on it with a terminal diagnosis of less than six months and 48 hours from signing the consent form. Then the prescription can be written. Most places don't wow. dispense the prescription until you are giving them like kind of an approximate time that you want to do it. They recommend holding on to it. I highly recommend holding on, letting the pharmacy mm. sit on it <laughs> because you can change your mind at any time. Like, right, for sure, is, for sure. This is not a like, you ha- oh, too late. You already went uh-huh. through all the process. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Um, and the other part of it is you have to self-administer it. So nobody can give you this drug. You oh, have to take yes. it yourself. Yes. Which does mean that certain um, certain disease states have a limited access to this if they have a disease state that paralyzes them. Right, right. Um, or makes them incapable of, you know, functionally giving themselves the medication. Um, like I, but I wonder if, like, beforehand, like, when you're able to, like, you can have, some, like, have a, not like a will, but something stating that this person is, like, authorized to, like, you know, push the buttons, so, so to speak. I mean, I don't know. I, I would be willing to consider that. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck getting a state to sign off on it, right, though. Right, right, um, right. I don't think any of them would allow that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they've got. I can even tell you what's in them if you want. Yes, you please. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> All right. So there's uh, at least there's there's a lot of different ways you can do this and I, I do recall there being several different preparations that they made and then they had to change it because of like supply chain issues mm. and manufacturing issues and such um, but what they're mostly doing is a combination of very large amounts by the way we're talking grams of these meds oh, wow. okay. so we've oh. got diazepam which is also known as Valium yeah. and yes. we've got amitriptyline and both of those are kind of our um, like sedatives, yeah. and then yeah. you've got morphine, which is gonna oh. be your pain. This sounds great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, not not bad. Bad. No. <laughs> it's not gonna be bad. It's not gonna be bad. And then we also add digoxin to that, which is from the plant foxglove. If you want to look that up, it's a great mm. medication for cardiac arrhythmias, and if you mm-hmm. take too much of it, you will die. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, basically, that will slow the heart rate, 
and eventually yeah. cause cardiac death. So right. the reason for that is you will take this medication. It'll probably be in some sort of mixture that you drink. Usually um, there's ways that you could put it down your G-tube if you had one. You could take it rectally. Mm -hmm. There's methods for that. So um, mm -hmm. whatever you got to do will help you, but you got to do it. So Right, right. Um, and then usually they fall asleep in like the first five to 15 minutes. Um, but death can take a while. Um, really? Sometimes it can be within minutes, like 20 minutes and they're gone. And you're like, wow, there you go. <laughs> Short and sweet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but some people can take a lot longer. Um, yeah. People have a different tolerance to opioids, especially if they're on hospice and they've already been on a lot of pain meds mm, to gotcha. treat their cancer. Yeah. And with these medications, you can build a tolerance over time and the same dose doesn't do it for you, obviously. Oh, um, so you can be tolerant to that. And even the diazepam, same same thing. Um, yeah. But the digoxin will get you eventually. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. Um, well, we our friend Dave Warnock, you know, I don't know if you know, yeah. I mean, you were there. Uh, yeah, our friend Dave Warnock, he was diagnosed with ALS a few years ago, and he gives speeches about you know, dying with dignity, um, taking control of your life. And if you want to check out his stuff, his Dave, D-A-V-E, out loud. So D-A-V-E-O-U-T-L-O-U-D.org. DaveOutloud.org. He recently wrote a book. Yes, I'm so uh, glad I got to meet him in person. Yes. It was amazing. He's a really sweet, awesome sweetest guy. person ever. Yeah, and he used to be a pastor at some point, and he likes to talk about um, dying from the secular perspective, you know, yep. knowing that there's no heaven, all of those things. And he always gives out the resource of the Final Exit Network. So, for those who are curious about um, needing more information about dying with dignity, you can go to the fi finalexitnetwork.org. So that's a good resource right there. Oh yeah, but the but yeah that that's yeah. that's really interesting of what what meds they use. So so they're like they're put to to sleep and then like the other the other meds like kind of activate. It, it it's all... more like holy spirit. Yeah, like they they caught they they uh they put you to sleep and then your your heart stops basically. Okay, while you all right. yeah, all right. pretty it's much. It's not like it gives you a heart attack, but it, well, it kind of does. But while well, you're already sedated, right? Yeah, like that. That's yeah. that's the goal. <laughs> right. That's yeah. that's peak. That's the most peaceful way, I think. I mean, that's pretty cool, actually. I yeah, I'm I'm so fascinated by that. Awesome. Yeah, we, we had somebody who took it, and the nurse was – I fucking love that nurse. She's so sweet. Mm -hmm. um, she, you know, she was there with them and made sure that they wanted her there, of course. But um, mm -hmm. yeah. And gosh, she called me, and she was like, I had to step out of the house. I'm kind of freaking out. He He's still here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he, he's not dead yet. Like, oh. how long is oh. this supposed to take? I, I don't understand. Everybody's oh, no. freaking out. Like, they don't they don't know what's going on. He's still breathing. And I'm like, well, how long has it been? And I guess it may have, like, been an hour or something. And I was like, okay. Oh, no. And so I was like, well, you know what? I'll be honest. I didn't – I don't know what the time frames are usually expected. I imagine there's definitely some variability. Let me go do some research, you know. And I'm looking. I'm, like, trying to look it up. She's – poor thing. She's freaking out, you know. <laughs> and that's when I started, like, looking at the doses, looking at what's in it. And, like, oh. Yeah. yeah, no, it's gonna work. Like, <laughs> it's gonna work. So I, I called oh, her back. No. I was like, "Is he comfortable?" 
yeah, he's sleeping, and he's like, and nothing's wrong, right? Like he's he's peaceful. Everybody's yeah. just waiting. She's like, yeah. I was like, okay. Well, then just let them know it. It could take a while. It might. How long it, does it, it take? take any how long time. It take for him? Right. It's gonna take as long as it takes. <laughs> but it, he and will. For die. him, how long was it? For this <laughs> I don't remember. Person? I think it was probably like four hours or something. Oh but, my god. <laughs> Um, I've, I think I've yeah. heard of even longer. I, I can't recall, but um, wow. everybody's body chemistry is different. That's why True. just yeah. because my friend yeah. down the street said that, you know, if you take three pills, it's even better. Yeah, there you have different metabolism. <laughs> <than you. laughs> different, it's all different. I mean, we're all the same basic structure, but we've got a little yeah. chemistry going on in our bodies that's different, a little right. different for everybody. And yeah, so how we metabolize yeah. the, the medication. Yeah. So. Anyway, can't don't trust just because. I don't give out uh, pharmacy advice on TikTok. I don't get sick. No, (laughs) don't do it. You have a license. (laughs) Well, she said in her TikTok. Oh, I can't. I mean, I've worked enough with the population to know that's exactly what people they hear. Sometimes selective hearing, right? Like they're hearing, they're taking away yep. what they want to take yeah. away from it. Right. Um, uh-huh. I'm not very good at motivational interviewing and <laughs> feedback. <laughs> okay. Now tell me what you learned in this session so I can correct anything. <laughs> um, it's, it's just fascinating that I, we all do it. Right. Like I misread uh-huh. things all the time. I mishear things and you're uh-huh. hearing complicated information about your health that maybe you don't understand. Yeah. And uh, they're saying it in a language that you're just not getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I have I have one last question for you to to wrap things up um, for for tonight's episode. Um, what would be your advice for someone deconstructing? Like what has helped you deconstruct? Mm-hmm. I think the thing that I can pinpoint to being the best thing I could have ever done is just Mm -hmm. ask questions and Mm -hmm. not take the first answer you get. Like, make sure you truly Mm -hmm. understand what it is and what they mean. And, um, like, the scientific method was a really great way for me to learn how to evaluate resources, how to evaluate data, and understand like how to process it in a way that's less biased than my brain wants to make it. My brain wants to fill in the gaps. Yes. And I had to learn that too, yes. right? Like, right? I had to learn that yeah. my brain was capable of just filling in the gaps on things. And then yeah. uh-huh. once you realize that you start paying attention to it and you start seeing it in other places. And if you don't, if you don't see the data, you don't know to fix anything. You know, if you just close your mm-hmm. eyes and you don't look at it, then you're never going to change. And you're never going to fix anything and everything's still in your way. <laughs> So I guess just trying to understand that (laughs) uh, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And sometimes that's scary, but it's okay to not know things. And as long as you're, you're genuine about wanting to know the answers and you were talking to people who are genuine about admitting where they don't know. Right. Cause like, we're mm-hmm. all going to reach our limit of what we know about it. And at some point you're just right. going to say, gosh, you know, at this point, you know, I don't really know past this point. Um, right. And that's, that's okay. <laughs> and I would probably trust those people better than like someone who's got all yeah. the answers. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> How dare you question me? <laughs> like, we... <laughs> you just got to have faith. Right. Just have faith. Have faith. 
good. It's not good enough. It's okay that it's not good enough. Yep. <laughs> you deserve oh, you deserve to know. <laughs> there you yes. go. There you go. Well, thank you so much, Jade. You're amazing. Um, we thank you for sharing we your story. And love thank you. you for the work that Yay. you do. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yes, I can play with you guys later on TikTok. I mean, Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know where so I Where can it. we find you? Sorry, Mel. No, you're good. You're good. And where can we find you? What is uh, your username? Is it just Dr. Time Waster? It is Dr. Time Waster, all one word with, uh, I don't think, any punctuation marks. Ugh. So DR or Dr. It's DR, right? DR. Yeah, DRW. Yeah. This is going terrible. It is Dr. Time Waster 2.0. My original one does exist, but I cannot see anything in there. So if you follow me and you're like, boy, she's not making any content. Yeah, you're in the wrong place because I'm there all the time. Yes. Awesome. And we wanted to remind our listeners that we do have a merch store. If you go to theburningedenpodcast.com. You will see some cool shit, including a shirt. We'll have stickers now. Yes. Of Mel pegging Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you're a simp mm, and or a fan uh, of our content and like what we do, please consider supporting us. You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash burningeden666 and clicking on the support button. We would like to thank Kayla, William, Robin, Kit, and Chico for supporting us. Yay. Thank you, guys. (laughs) I love you. Yes. And you can choose a monthly amount you want to help us with. It could be any amount. 99 cents if you want. As long as you share the joy of Baff and Mel with all your loved ones or your <laughs> hated ones. Make yes. sure to leave us a voice message. Why Spicy. doesn't anybody leave, leave okay, us? Okay, Jade sp- left us a voice message. You left us a voice message. It was great. Uh, but come on, people! Leave us a voice message. Oh my god. Oh, I left it. a voice message one time and you yeah. guys used it and it was awesome. I was yes, so yes. excited. We appreciate That's it. That's right. Yes. So we got a witness, not Jehovah. We got a witness and we know her name, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So if you go to, uh, I believe you can also do it through Spotify. There's an option mm. to leave a voice message uh, and give us a rating. No more, I'm sorry, no less than <laughs> no five stars. No more than five stars. Please. <laughs> yeah, no, no less than five stars. Yes. We are terrible <laughs> and we are good at that. So, you know, that is obviously. True. Awesome sauce. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so again. much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure to witness this episode. Oh, Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? <laughs> I love Jehovah's Witness jokes. Keep them coming. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Well, Jesus isn't coming, uh, but the end of the episode is, unfortunately. <laughs> this is the end. Thank you so much for listening. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen. Amen. Amen.